Cluster Conversations, a podcast by Africa Multiple. listening to to a piece of music that is actually so close still to our hearts and our minds because we just listened to it um, how many days two days ago when you dear Tokusanin Chlambi our esteemed guest played a concert lecture at the castle of Tournau which forms part of the University of Bayreuth and we could all like witness what sound can do and I think we um, in this little shared time and space we have in this podcast, we can talk about what, what sound and what the sonic can do, is doing, uh, is helping us to imagine. Um, let's jump right in. My name is Katharina. I'm the deputy director of uh, Iwaliwa House. My name is Katharina. Ich bin die stellvertretende Direktorin des Iwaliwa House, uh, which forms part of the University of Bayreuth. And I'm so happy to be your host for some month because Dr. Tokozanim Shlambi, who's sitting right next to me here, who's a musicologist, a practitioner of sound, an educator, a creator of cultural spaces all over the world, but particularly also in Newcastle, in UKZN, uh, in KwaZulu-Natal, sorry, not UKZN, in South Africa. Um, yeah, we have some month now and we had some month before because our friendship goes back like a decade uh, and we've been doing a number of shows together in different spaces, talking or trying at the things we're trying to do now in the context of the African cluster here in Bayreuth. So, yo, welcome. How has it been to play that weird little castle in a German place with the beauty of your music and the complications of your music? Hello, dear listeners. Um, uh, yes, it's been quite a, an amazing experience for me to be here and to get to soak up uh, what is also a, 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 a heritage of the mm -hmm. region in some ways that uh, sometimes we imagine these things about castles and things where we come from but uh, to be part of that and not to be part of it as some kind of colonial legacy but to be part of it as a human story because whatever your stories are as, 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 as people are also our stories mm. Mm. and like there's so many things you're, you're working on simultaneously always what is the what is the project or what is the what is the thing you want to do while you're here while we're having this stretch of a time which is quite beautiful like some month to really go into into one work one composition one book what are you doing what are you thinking dreaming about what's going on 
I think for me, one doesn't really exist. One is always multiple, more than mm. one thing, more than, because it starts with only one intention. Mm. And my intention is to be a productively creative and to also connect with uh, the local people mm. and understand uh, what it is that informs mm. them and let that change me as well. Mm. Um, and so just being able to walk on the streets of Bayreuth, being able to connect with people in, in, in the pubs or in, 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 in the public spaces is, is also part of what mm. my process is about. Mm. The questions they're asking, their interest in Africa also informs what my shaping becomes. Mm. Like that, that multiplicity you're talking about, or the, the, the perhaps the op opening to multiplicity, that was something I felt so strong as well in the, in the concert or in the encounter you uh, enabled us to have on Wednesday, of which we listened um, to a tiny bit in the beginning. Because um, there's, there's one um, concept that we've been talking about a lot, which is called hauntology, which talks about the multiplicity of times and ideas about times and temporalities being present at the same time, if the frequency is right, if we are open, if we are able to listen. I'm wondering, you talked about that in your lecture as well, about the, the ability of music to make many times present and to create time. Can you speak to, to that a bit, how, how time and the music... Well, well I, I must say, being there and, uh, to now, I felt like I carried all the different epochs mm. uh, of African times. Uh, I carried my own present time. I carried the time perhaps of uh, those who came before me and I carried the time perhaps of those who come after me as well. Mm. But at the same time being there was uh, uh, frighteningly pre uh, 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 very conscious of the times in, in which the castle existed itself mm. because what, my understanding is that one block of it was first built and then gradually other parts were added over different mm. eras and over different people who were rulers of that mm. time and so i was conscious of those times that were also now coming and and this renovation of the castle that is now in a university context that's also an, a different time mm. in a different context and also having all these people from africa who were attending the concert mm. through the african multiple cluster also blurs that distinction and, and blurs this Uh, mm. the intention of what the castle might have been intended to be. Mm. The, the space might have been a banquet hall at some place, stage, mm. but we turned it into a concert venue. Mm. Uh, we turned it into a space of healing and of sharing. And so uh, I think that for me, that concept you just spoke about resonates very deeply. Mm. And uh, yeah. yeah. And what you just said about healing, I would be interested in, um, in, in, in hearing you more about that because the lecture or the, I don't know, I think we need new terms for all of that, or perhaps no term, because it was in German, in English, in Zulu, it was like multiple languages, the sonic, You were talking about the Baroque cello and the strings and all of that. So it was such a, a multiplicity again to not overstretch that term. But what I wanted to come to, <laughs> sorry, when you, when you mentioned the word healing, 
I would be so interested to hear. Yeah, just to hear because you you work with um, with concepts from the from the Zulu language as well that relate to healing mm. and that bring together healing and uh, like that that make um, a distinction that I think Western epistemologies have brought about the distinction between this is performance, this is healing, this is music, this is art. This is all these distinctions fall again um, into one term. Can you? Can you, I don't know. Because yeah. we want to talk about that with our students next week as well. Yeah, well, I, w I want to bring it back to Germany yeah. and bring it back to someone who's a great ins inspiration for mm. me. No, uh, from uh, <laughs> uh, the medieval uh, a heretic nun, mm. Hildegard von Bingen. Mm -hmm. um, and her kind of uh, aim for me, what I understand for me, was to create something that was both dramatic mm. and healing and also strategic. I remember that one of the things she did was to decide to move her followers mm. and her nunnery and separate from a particular place in order to be strategically located close to where there was uh, traveling, travelers mm. passing by mm -hmm. because she wanted to com have her knowledge on healing methods compared to with other people who were fascinated by those mm. things. And she wanted the freedom and liberty to be able to explore aspects of drama and religion mm. in, play, in ways that the church itself was not willing to accept at the time. And so uh, that fusion for me between uh, this practice, this dramatic mm. practice of mm. trying to illustrate, I mean, sometimes you find her trying to people emulate what the devil would look like mm. um, and, 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 and those kind of dramatic gestures and the combination of that with sound is a very appealing kind of concept for me and uh, I think that's that's the kind of uh, practice and, and things that that fascinate me and maybe those are the things that I carried in the performance as I was there like okay yeah. I'm now in von Bingen's territory <laughs> <laughs> And that is so beautiful what you just say because on just on the on the on the way here to the cluster of excellence building where we're located right now, uh, we had a conversation about um, an exhibition we have up at the moment, which is called "We Will Now Go to Kpasa," and where the idea of like that that knowledge is just um, it's just possible to to learn and to grow or to deepen if we are in motion and. Um, if, if we are able to, um, well, mentally, spiritually, but also with our bodies to be in motion. Because Ucho Keke was like, he was very strong on traveling, on always being on the move and, and really um, focusing on transition, like mm. inner transition. What would be the song you would play now from all the songs in the world? I think I would play tribute to Nzigana. Mm. Shall we play that? And so in this tune, I'm imagining myself in Zigana, who's trying to bring new ideas into a context where they're little understood.
That we met on the streets of Cape Town or Johannesburg and I remember we played some things at the iconic house of Nsako but before 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 what happened can you tell us a bit about your background where did you grow up yeah I was born in Matateni which is in KwaZulu Natal and um, yeah my parents were both teachers and uh, because my parents were working out of town, I ended up uh, living with my grandparents. Mm -hmm. And my grandparents were the ones who brought me up uh, in a house where we sang each evening. We would congregate to sing uh, hymns from the Methodist hymn book. Because mm -hmm. um, uh, the Methodist church is quite a big influential church in, in South Africa. and. Uh, it has Africanized in various ways, uh, particularly with the Manyano women who wear the red uh, and go and go pray for everyone on Thursdays. So my grandmother was part of the Umanyano movement, mm -hmm. 
and and so that that kind of filtered into our whole practice at home and how we valued music um my grandparents were great lovers of the classical music such as uh, Handel's Messiah you know which is although it's uh, of European origin has become like a global anthem because it's translated into Zulu it's translated into many languages around the world and it's situated in a kind of community practice of singing of people singing together and the community that brought me up was that community where people were singing together back then Ngosi uh, Sigelele by Inokson Tonga was not yet the official anthem of South Africa and so these were songs that we sang rebelliously and we saw that the people who were freedom fighters in the apartheid movement were holding their fists in the air as a revolutionary sign while singing these great anthems of early African intellectuals such as Inokson Tonga and so hearing this music and blaring out and singing and being part of a singing nation so to speak was how i was oriented into music and perhaps i was not even aware that music was anything exceptional um because I, it was so so much intertwined with our way of being and so what happened was that when i was in high school and i went to one of the what was called the model c schools which were the schools that uh, were only for Europeans uh, whites in South Africa for a long time and now we're beginning to open up and allow uh, black people to come and study and so when I got there I was very surprised that you could actually do music as a subject for your end year exams for high school and so this fascinated me deeply and I got into that and I had amazing teachers who because uh, every musician needs nurturing teachers along mm -hmm. the way who were open to ideas and allowed us to sing with them and, and, and play instruments and that is where I was introduced to the cello and I really liked its sound and I had said oh, this is something that I can go far with I realized that perhaps it was also the idea of exploring, I needed a big canvas mm. to keep me busy and off the streets, <laughs> off the hustle and bustle of the streets and off the, all the shenanigans that teenagers go through. And so it became this thing that uh, allowed me to close the, 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 the door to my room and go in and be allowed to be alone, you know, because people understood that you were practicing and so you are you, you are allowed time to be on your own and from there i was i had to convince my family where, where we never had anyone who went to study music at university i had to convince them that in spite of doing well in maths and science that i wasn't going to be an engineer or a medical doctor or a lawyer that what i really wanted to do was music and so that's how I ended up going to the University of Cape Town and I studied music there. Um, and my grandmother, before, before she passed away in 2015, she always said that she, wanted me, she wants me to open the first music school in Matadeni. Mm. So that all the kids from Matadeni can be mm. able to learn music and not feel 
barred from learning music and musical instruments. So I always kind of carried this uh, wish mm. uh, in, my, in my mind and in my aspirations. Um, but now when I finished school, I encountered a problem because I realized that uh, I was bringing, there was now the phenomenon of the, the, the bedroom DJ, which is the, <laughs> the DJ who, who makes music on their laptop. And this became like something which gave access to a lot of township kids because they didn't have access to formal music education. So becoming a DJ became an avenue for them that allowed them to circumvent all this tutelage and uh, uh, in, 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 a, in initiation and mm -hmm. guild, guild formats that music is often uh, trained in. And so I had to now contend with how am I going to be applicable to these youngsters who think no, if I can do it on Fruity Loops, then it's good enough. And how do I then come with my Western education and my ideas, uh, having studied classical music, and make them speak to this environment, instead of me trying to kind of take them out of what they're doing and make them do what I want. And so I'm still contending with that problem up until today. <laughs> I've got I've got two things I would still love to know. First, what's the name of your grandmother? Her name is uh, her name was Togozile Mshambi Maptelis. And the second one is, what was the record store that you went to? Was there one record store that you got your things, or was there like was there one of the places that are so influential for like the seduction of music was there such a place in your personal history of of the, the loving the music there was a record shop in cape town mm -hmm. called mabu vinyls mm -hmm. um, that used to collect uh interesting eclectic electronica mm -hmm. music mm -hmm. um, and interesting vinyls from other parts of the world uh, and so i remember getting into electronic soundscaping uh, uh, recordings of people like Boards of Canada um, and people like uh, these uh, uh, independent labels of music uh, and, and records of people like mm -hmm. Jay Dilla. Mm -hmm. These are the kind of records that then, uh, as a hip student, my friends and I would go on Friday afternoons and go pick out the music and buy one CD or, or, or one record, and then this would be our record mm. for the weekend. Mm. Mm. This was now in the days before when there was still this culture of searching for your music in a, 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 C, a, a CD shop or a warehouse and having it tangible with you. Tangible thing. Before the great um, digital mm. divide that now makes us quite separate from. Mm. the records we own. Mm, mm, mm. So I hope I can invite you as well in your time here to come to the Iwaliva Music Archive and perhaps do a we have a format called Music Archive Listening Session that is done by our colleagues Alexandra Kunke and Lena Naumann which is so beautiful 
where we play the records from the archive and wow. we sit together with the music and we talk about what comes to our mind and then somebody's bringing the next record and bringing the next record and so this is an invite. I hope I can. I think I think you. I think I like it. <laughs>